one person's hero's journey would be. Only they can walk it. I just really like powerfully facilitating it. There can be parts of ourselves that we're really uncomfortable with, maybe an angry part or a destructive part. And, you know, traditionally in our culture, like even in stories of heroes and everything, is that when you've got a demon, you need to take your sword out and cut its head off. And so the difference here is quite radical. Instead of cutting its head off, you're actually feeding it. You're giving it what it needs so that it can transform and grow and mature into something that's more positive and more light and balanced. There are sort of like different categories of demons. And I think there are even beyond what you and I have talked about today. But I think that this is a wonderful thing to do to bring some illumination to this area of darkness and how important it is for us to develop skills and courage to go into our darkness and be able to learn how to relate in the darkness as well as the light. So really, thank you for bringing that forward. One of the aspects of Earth is that when people see the light, and we've talked about this, entering the cave and being afraid to leave the cave, but the cave is um, a symbol of the dark because you're turning your back to the light. When somebody's being demonized for bringing the truth, bringing the truth to light, as you said, it's almost like they're blinded because you're shining so bright because you're bringing something that's so obvious, but they don't want to see it. They don't want to hear it. It's like that monkey emoji. <laughs> see no evil, hear no evil, talk, speak no evil. And it's only being demonized because the unhealthy system has been normalized. But in order for us to truly ascend, for us to truly advance, we must face the truth for what it is. I think the other element that really came into my really finding this as my niche is that I first trained myself as a therapist specializing in healing trauma. And so I learned a lot about healing trauma and developmental stages. And I find that whenever we do something that is out of the box mm -hmm. and takes a lot of courage, it can be very triggering. Yep. And so Working with people who are just, you know, thinking of starting a spiritual business or have already started one, but it hasn't really gotten going. They haven't got a lot of clients. I like working with that initial place because there are so many fears that come, come up. And with my therapy training, I'm able to really bring some ease to them being able to step more comfortably through those triggers that come up and be able to really shine brightly and really bring who they are. That's so important to me after my experiences with the former trainings and the former coaches where I was trying to be something that they said would make me a success, it has made me very much value supporting people being able to take their own hero's journey. It's quite interesting with the hero's journey is that it can be, as you said, so many different things because we each have our unique learning path, unique challenges in life, unique limiting beliefs that we need to uproot. And it's really doing that trauma healing because as part of our own boarding on earth, we've experienced childhood trauma in different degrees, but that's just the way that the system is designed to create childhood trauma, to block our ability to dream as we're growing up, essentially. And the system, the structures that are in place in the, in the current system They're designed in a way that they don't uplift you enough for you to dream these solutions while you're going through school or university so that you can create your own business structure, but rather you can be plugged into the existing systems where people can um, squeeze the talent, the energy out of you to manifest their reality while you're stuck kind of wondering, is, is this all there is? And I think your role is to tap people on the show and be like, no, there's more, but you have to unlock it. I really think that the place to start is to recognize that you are 
entering into your personal hero's journey. So that means there is no formula out there. There's no recipe. There's no place that is just like, you know, you are safe. It's like going out on a voyage. There have been put forward, you know, the the phases of a hero's journey. I think there's like 12 phases. One of them is acquiring a mentor. That can be an important aspect of taking your hero's journey and also finding the true allies for your journey. And, you know, at the the bottom of the journey is where you're going deep. You're like facing death. You are going deep and really learning about who you are and what it is that you have to give through your business. And then there's a whole journey of bringing that information back up. Um, You know, you are creating your own personal new earth through encountering your hero's journey. And you have to have an abundance mindset because, you know, so many people, especially people who have been through trauma, they try to, they, they nickel and dine themselves. And they think I have to do this all by myself because of, you know, going through trauma. That's maybe something that we think that we learned, but in order to really create an abundant business, you need to be able to heal those places and enter into an abundance mindset where you are investing in things like coaching or mentorship or, you know, something that is going to support you. I really think that the most important thing is to carve out space have the freedom to explore what could be possible. You know, so much of life teaches us to, you know, just sort of like cut things off before you even have a chance to explore them. But honestly, you've got nothing to lose by exploring what would both be most deeply fulfilling in your heart. Not only do you have nothing to lose, you have everything to gain. So just creating, carving out that space to really openly explore. That is my biggest tip for the day.